This is Inside Purple and Gold. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani. Our guy, Tom Schreier, I think he's finishing up his last week of vacation. Um, We're going to have a heck of a lot to talk about with him because I think he's been just going all around Europe. Um, So um, next episode, when when he's back on, uh, we'll have him talk about his trip as a whole. Um, I think we missed last week, so apologize if you were waiting on pins and needles, waiting for for that episode. Just not a lot happening right now. you know, when, when you look at the Vikings offseason as a whole, it got really busy early in, in, in the front half of it. Um, we're kind of in the back half of it now and, and just waiting, waiting, waiting on, on the NFL draft. So uh, to this point, if you look at the offseason holistically, the biggest thing the Vikings have done um, is kind of just trim the fat. I mean, get, get rid of guys um, that make a lot of money that maybe weren't going to have a huge impact on the team this year. Um, we, we talked at length about Adam Thielen leaving, um, Eric Kendricks leaving, Patrick Peterson to a degree. Um, I know he wasn't with the team long, but, but he became a fan favorite. All these guys, um, it, it, it kind of signals a, a turning of the page with, with Quasi Adolfo Mensa and, and Kevin O'Connell really taking on um, – you know, having the team take on their their persona, um, kind of putting their stamp on on this thing. Um, since we last talked on Inside Purple and Gold, owners meetings um, went down in, in Arizona. Um, Quasi talked a little bit at those. Um, Kevin O'Connell also sat down with some beat writers. We were not there, but um, just reading the stuff to come out of that. Um, the thing he reiterated, they, they, the Vikings plan to be competitive, uh, regardless of what happened you know, this off season so far, what has happened this off season, um, regardless of the players they let go, the Vikings are still a team going into next season um, that expects to win the NFC North. I mean, you look at the, the, the teams in the North right now, the bears, they're getting there, but at the same time, I, I, I don't think they are a, a team that's ready to take the leap quite yet. Um, the Packers, they're going to lose Aaron Rodgers at some point. Um, is Jordan Love really going to be someone that you have to worry about if you're the Vikings? Who You probably have a better roster than the Packers, and, and you have a better quarterback. And then the Lions. Um, the Lions are going to be everyone's darling pick next year. Um, but they're still a little unproven. Uh, I, I know they got hot down the stretch. They were also 1-6 at one point last year. So I think Kevin O'Connell – when talking to reporters at the owners meetings is is talking about where we want to be super competitive because he understands that, that that is something well within their grasp. Um, Also interesting nuggets to come out since the last time we talked kind of old news now uh, because it's two months old or a month and a half old. Um, But it did surface that at the combine in mid February, um, the Vikings and and the Niners kicked the tires on the Kirk Cousins trade. Obviously, nothing came to fruition. Um, it doesn't mean because nothing came to fruition that they cannot re-engage at some point this offseason. Um, but the fact that it didn't happen in mid-February, um, but it was talked about, is news. Because I think back in mid-February when, when the co- scouting combine was going down, people were kind of recklessly speculating Maybe it makes sense to trade Kirk Cousins to the 49ers. Um, we had no confirmation that that was a thing I- until this past week. 
Um, so the fact that they, they have discussed it, the fact that the, the Niners clearly have somewhat interest in Kirk Cousins and everyone obviously knows the relationship that Kirk Cousins and, and Kyle Shanahan have, maybe at some point down the road, um, they re-engage. Um, right now, uh, the Niners are rolling in next season um, with an injured Brock Purdy, an unproven Trey Lance, um, and Sam Darnold. So Kirk Cousins would be a better option for all three of those quarterbacks. Um, and especially with Kyle Shanahan leading the ship or steering the ship, um, I think he would rather have Kirk Cousins at the helm. The question is the money. The question is what's it going to take compensation-wise. Um, and then Lamar Jackson. That's become obviously a huge story. Um, I, I don't think the Vikings are in on him. Um, do I think that the Vikings deep down have had conversations of could we make this work? Yeah, I think every NFL front office who does not have a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, you know, in their quarterback room right now, a la Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, um, you know, I, I could go down the list. I won't, um, but you know, Jalen hurts. Um, if you don't have a guy like that, I, I think you've kicked the tires on does Lamar Jackson make sense for us? That being said, I, I don't, I just can't see a way the Vikings make that happen um the money uh, you would have to trade Kirk Cousins and he has a no trade clause is he going to Baltimore I I don't know um does Baltimore have interest in Kirk Cousins I don't know so there's a lot of hoops that need to be jumped through before we can even consider Lamar Jackson to Minnesota as a possibility um but it's fun it's fun to talk about um I'm sure at some point here down the road once we get through the NFL draft and we are truly in the dog days of of the NFL offseason I'm sure me and Tom will have a whole episode dedicated to to why Lamar Jackson makes sense in Minnesota. Uh, but until then, we'll kind of table that. Um, I've kind of set up this whole, you know, lead in. I think we're five, six minutes in now. Saying, look, they've done this this offseason. They've done this this offseason. They have not traded Kirk Cousins this offseason. Kevin O'Connell says he wants to be super competitive this offseason. I, I've led that all up to what I'm going to talk about in this episode, which is the NFL draft. The NFL draft is a way for the Vikings to, if they want to be competitive, remain competitive in the NFC North immediately. Um, Quasi Adolfo first draft left a lot to be desired. Still a lot of question marks that come with that. Um, looking at some of the players he drafted last year, uh, Lewis Seen, Andrew Booth Jr., those are your first two picks. Um, they hardly play. Lewisine obviously suffers a, a gruesome, devastating leg injury. Um, never show me that video, please. Um, and Andrew Booth couldn't really stay healthy, uh, which has kind of been the story of his career. It's why he fell in the draft. Um, but both of those guys are coming back. So in a way, I mean, you look at Caleb Evans, he showed a lot before he suffered a concussion. Um, Brian Osamoa showed a lot down the stretch, but you know, he's going to step into a big role now as a linebacker in, in Brian Flores' scheme. You look at that draft class in the lack of production in year one. And you can almost say like the, the, the Vikings are going to have two rookie classes because they basically redshirted last year's class. Um, there were some contributors here and there, but um, I think your probably most impactful player from last year's draft was your punter. Um Ryan Wright, who was brought in, I think, as an undrafted guy. He was a rookie. 
Um, and he, he's one of the best punters in the league already. But if your punter who was undrafted is one of your most impactful rookies last year, it means the draft itself wasn't very good. It doesn't mean that that draft was a bust. It, it might mean those guys just took a little more seasoning. I'm not really comfortable saying any of those guys are bust yet. Um, they need a couple more years before we can make that that claim. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But that being said, the Vikings cannot afford to do what they did last year with this year's draft. They only have five picks. Uh, you got to hit on some, and the guys have to be ready to contribute right away. Um, if the Vikings want to be competitive, like Kevin O'Connell said, the draft that they have this year at the end of April has to be one that they, they come out of it. Right now they have five picks. Uh, I... I can almost guarantee Kwesi Adolfo-Mens is going to trade down to get more picks. Um, I don't think the Vikings are going to exit the 2023 NFL draft with just five prospects um, selected. I think that there will be trades. I think there will be trades down. Um, A large reason I don't think they're necessarily going to draft a quarterback is because they only have five picks. I don't think they'll be able to trade up. Um, But if you are the front office and the coaching staff, you cannot have afford to have a draft like you did in 2022 in 2023 because you need these guys to produce you need these guys to come in and be players that you, that can be relied upon to give you really good minutes in an nfl football game it's not against the rules for a rookie to come in and be good um let's look at like sauce gardner obviously for the jets came in right away last year and, and was maybe arguably the best cornerback in the league as a rookie and you might say, Dane, well, he was a you know a top 10 pick. Um, there's no way the Vikings are going to get that type of production. They, the first pick they have is at 23, and they only have four more after that. True. But when you look at other players who, who, who made an impact last year, uh, you can go down. You can find guys throughout the mid, mid rounds that made huge, huge impacts last year. Um, so just because Sauce Gardner – was a, was a top 10 pick and, and made an impact doesn't mean that you can't find someone, you know, down the road that could be, you know, a player with, you know, an, an impactful nature to their game. Um, I, I think that's something that the, the, you know, the Vikings, the front office, they really, really need to consider. Um, you can't just sit there and say, oh, you know, we, we don't pick until later because so we're not going to be uh, whoever we take is not going to be that impactful. Um, you know, Tariq Woolen is a good example. Um, I, I've talked about him in the past. Um, I'm pretty sure I've used the Gardner Woolen example in the past, but it, it, it's a good lesson. Like Sauce Gardner was one of the best cornerbacks in the league. He was a top 10 pick. He was as advertised. He was great. Tariq Woolen, someone the Seahawks took in the later rounds. He was also one of the best cornerbacks in the league last year. And 
just because he didn't get drafted high, you know, his fifth round pick, I think, in the, in the 2022 draft. Um, and he came in and made an impact. So there, there are, there are, you know, Jack Jones, and the, the Patriots drafted him, I believe, in the third or fourth round. Um, he's a cornerback that came in and made an impact, um, hit, hit a bit of a rookie wall mid-year. Um, and, I, and I think he got injured as well. But there are guys that you can look at as examples from last year's draft alone. You don't have to go back that much further and say, okay, so there are players out there that exist that could come in and be contributors from day one with the Vikings. That it should be the goal. 